Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom, we're just recording. I'm recording the podcast. Right, bye. We'll check she's okay. Oh, shall I phone her back then? Yeah. This ice latte is so nice. Hello? Well, is everything okay? Um, no, I, I wanted to speak to you. I'm fuming. Why? What's up? Aunt Nicholas just phoned me. Yeah. Tracy's phoned her. Do you know Aunt Nicholas phoned Tracy? Yeah. I'm always on a swing of sight. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Coming up on episode one of The Gossip Days. We are going to be talking all things Manchester Pride. We have got some listeners' letters to read out. And I've got a little LGBT history quiz for you, Billy. Ooh, and we've got our first ever giveaway. Woo! Can I just say this feels really weird? Why? Because we released the teaser and we've had a great reaction. Honestly, I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit like overwhelmed with the reaction to be honest. It's been really oh, nice. It's yeah. been lovely. It's been lots of friends. Yep. Lots of people that we know listening and loving it. Um so I just I'm excited for the more we get into it, the yeah. better we get at it. Where it could go, like and what we could do. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm just really happy that certain people have done out the way to message me and you privately and just said, Look, I'm Really enjoyed it. How cool is that? Yeah, it's amazing. I'm really happy because we that. just love talking about shit. Oh, yes, and I'm glad they like listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're just gonna keep talking about shit until no one listens anymore. <laughs> and every Friday, <laughs> you can listen to us talk about shit. So anyway, whoop. Thank you for the whoop. Uh, what have you been up to, bitch? So this week, I I've just been doing my regular gig. So my Thursdays Beautiful. at TT and. Kiki Some, Manchester, Kiki right. Manchester, yeah. Um, there every Thursday with the fabulous Julie Noted and Sminty Drop Rehab we and Terry Valentine. Can I interrupt? We should so get Julie on at some point because she's so funny. She's going to be on at some point, absolutely. 
Sorry, you were talking. Side note. Side note. Uh, Cherry Valentine, gorgeous queen. And Sminty Drop and Rehab. So we do Ooh. Julie's Fun House. It's fabulous every Thursday. So I've been doing that. And this week, I didn't have my regular Sunday because it's alternate, but we did have something very special on at Lancaster. I was semi, semi, semi um, f- fangirling over the Spice Girls tribute. <laughs> you know what actually i saw this on your insta yeah they look cool but yeah they were of the older generation mum's age which is fine but they could sing they could all sing okay they sang live they it, looked like him like it, from the blurry club picture i saw they looked all right they they had the costumes on the wigs could have spent a bit more in my opinion don't you find though like tr- like obviously i've doing the cabaret scene and you know holiday parks yeah i am um, I see a lot of tribute acts, and I always think, girl, you need some gay friends. Like, <laughs> Why have you got that cheap, cheap Smithy's wig? wig? Yeah, <laughs> why have they got Smithy's wigs? By the by, they were really good, and good. Baby Spice was my favourite. She's always my favourite. and Even in the tribute band, she was your favourite? <laughs> I've got, yeah, the blonde one. Well, she weren't Baby Spice, was she? She was more like... Mum Spice. Yeah. <laughs> your mum on Pop Spice. Pop in the Asda Spice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because when I was younger... Um, me and my sister used to dance around to the Spice Girls, and she sure every every little kid did. And I wanted to be I wanted to be Baby Spice that much that my <laughs> mum put little pigtails in my little blonde hair. Aww. And my dad used to be like, "What are you wearing pigtails for?" And my mum used to be like, "Cause he liked it." And my mum was like, used to like sit there and smoke a cid and watch me dance around <laughs> to with the Spice Girls. My sister used to sing Baby Spice's bits and I remember going to my mum crying and my mum had to come in and tell her and my uh, sister's friend off for singing Baby Spice bits. And went, Billy only sings them. Oh, <laughs> so you've been a diva since since birth, honey. Well. Do you know, I, th- I did tell you actually, uh, Baby Spice came and watched my panto this year. I can't believe it. I was I gutted. can't believe it. I was gutted that I wasn't there the night that she was there. <laughs> it was so exciting. We didn't know either till like halfway through the show. Yeah. And someone was like, have you seen? I was like, what? Emma Bunton. Was the pandemonium? What's that? Was there people in the audience like, oh my God, there's Emma. <gasps> okay, so people didn't realise she was in the audience. She came in with a hoodie and like glasses or what? Yeah, she was right. like... Full on celeb mode, sunglasses, hood. You know, I think she may have even had a little hat on. Um, She was right at the very far back, as far back as you could go. So obviously in the theatre, nobody turns around. Nobody, no. But the way the seats are laid out in the Stag Theatre in Sevenoaks is like, it's it's an old cinema. Right. So it's massive, but you can see the seats. Do you know what I mean? They rake up. So if you imagine an Odeon, they go all the way to the back. It's not like boxes and stuff like in a theatre where you'd have nooks and crannies to hide. So she was on show. (laughs) I'm making this way more than it is. (laughs) She came to see someone she knew in the show, who is Wendy, one of the gospel choir, who is beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, she came to see Wendy in the gospel choir, who's just a gorgeous soul. Um, obviously, she was just supporting her mate. But I think as people started realising it was her, they were just getting pictures, taking pictures of her. Yeah. So she just left. I never even met the bitch. Oh, she came to your show? <laughs> Actually, she was on your Instagram, though, was she not? I mean, you was on her Instagram. I was on her Instagram, yeah. Oh. But I mean, in the corner, blinking, you miss me. But that doesn't matter. No. You was My on life Girls. is made. I was on a Spice Girls Instagram. Okay, so what have you been up to this week? What have you been doing? I've had a fab week. Um, I've had a bit of a 
back to front week for me because I usually, as you know, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are my kind of bookable days uh, and I'm all over the country. I um, don't know why I went posh. Uh, doing my thing and then usually Monday to Thursday is my time in the week. Uh, but I was on a holiday park tour this week, Monday to Thursday, so I took the weekend off Fab. and went shopping with my mom and saw my family, which was gorgeous. Um, and I saw some friends that I've not seen for ages since before, since before Panta, really October. Yeah. Um. So yeah, caught up with all those at the weekend, and um, it was nice. I feel like I could do. Actually, no, I couldn't. I was going to say I think I could do a nine to five job. And have the, every weekend off because it's nice to have a routine. Yeah. But I think it was just nice to be on the same schedule as everyone else. Yeah, I hate it. The fact that I'm on not the same schedule as most people is sometimes annoying, but also a blessing as well. Yeah, because you know sometimes when you get invited somewhere and you think, I really don't want to go to that. It just doesn't seem floating about. <laughs> I can just be like... Working. Oh, I'm working. Sorry, hon. But you actually are working. Well, yeah, yeah, so it's not a lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just nice. Sometimes it's a blessing that, oh, thank God, I don't <laughs> yeah. have to go to that. Thank God, I don't really want to sit with Auntie Julie for five hours while she talks about her divorce. Right, yeah. Cries over a bottle of, over a bottle of Deserano and some stale crisps in a bowl, you know, <laughs> yeah. those family do's. So, yeah, uh, other than that, great week. Manchester Pride's been announced this week. Manchester Pride Festival, I may correct you. Okay, girl. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, Manchester <laughs> Pride Festival has been announced this week and I am on the bill, which is very, very exciting. Are you excited? You've done it before, right? Uh, last year I didn't perform. You only hosted. hosted. Yes. Did you enjoy the hosting role? Yeah, fab. Um, I love hosting. Are you performing and hosting this year? Yes. Best of both worlds. Best Hannah of both. Montana. <laughs> so they've come back to... <laughs> Get the best of both worlds. So you're doing both, fabulous. I'm doing both. I'm hosting and performing. And also, um, Manchester Pride as a festival is going to feel so different this year because, well, firstly, they've managed to get bigger acts because they've taken that space away from the village. Yep. There's been a lot of controversy I've seen online. I've seen people on the Birmingham scene even talking about it. I think until people have been, no one can moan. Yeah, change is good. Yeah, and I actually think this year is going to feel in Manchester. It's a pride I've done for so many years now, and I do a lot of pride events. Mm-hmm. And I mean, from big to small, and I love them all for different reasons. Like I'm a massive, massive supporter of all prides, and I think it's going to feel more like a local pride. I think people don't realise Manchester Gay Village is going to be full of security, which is fab. Yeah. She want to be partying in a fabulous, safe atmosphere. Absolutely. And also, the main stage in the village now is going to be Sackville Gardens. Which is actually called the Gay Village Party Area. The Gay Village Party Stage, as it's said is on the Is that what bill. it's called? The Gay Village Party, yeah. Not area. No, it doesn't say Thank area, God sorry. No, I was going to say. <laughs> it's called the Party day- area. <laughs> Everybody in here has to party, <laughs> yeah. okay? This is the part. Excuse me, sir, where's your glow sticks? <laughs> <laughs> so it's the day village party and on that stage is danny beard you've also got liberty x and sarah alto gorgeous love sarah alto so they've been announced she... and it says plus much more yeah so what's the what... much more well i don't know if i'm allowed to say why but well, we haven't said i'm not allowed to say well yeah no basically it's just going to be loads of local people i do know someone else big that they are going to add 
advertise that later date actually but i really can't say that okay don't say that one so what else would we, but there's going to be a, a plethora okay how nice is that word do no. i sound like clever now Ooh. there's going to be a plethora of local people i'm talking queens local entertainers and that's why i think it's going to feel a lot more like a local pride i bet you most of the locals in manchester are going to be at that stage who's on the main stage who's on the bill Who's on the bill? Who's on the bill? Um, Ariana Grande, of course. Amazing. Loads of gossip, loads of rumours going on about her. Uh, so Ariana Grande's on it years and years. There's loads. Basement Jacks, Lady Leisha. I'm excited for Lady Leisha. <sighs> that is such a good booking. Really good booking. They've got some really good acts this year. Brush your teeth. Loads of good DJs. Gok Wan. Fabulous DJs. Uh, Becky Hill. Faithless. So yeah. So that's all going to be over at the new Mayfield site. Yes. Which is like five, ten minute walk from the gay villages. Yeah, and I think there's going to be like shuttle buses. and I think you've got to be pretty lazy to walk <laughs> to get a shuttle bus. If I can get an Uber to that side. <laughs> right, you're I'll get be getting Uber. an Uber to that side. Okay, cool. Danny, don't walk. We've got two tickets to give away. Yeah, we have, honey. Yes. Which is major. We are giving two tickets away. We're going to give you all the details on next week's podcast, how you can win them. So make sure you're listening next week because we're going to give you full details. That's two full rainbow passes that get you into Manchester Pride this year, into the village site and into the Mayfield site. Stuttered then. I was that excited. The Mayfield site. Welcome to the part of the show where we are going to read out the listeners' letters. Get involved. Chat to us. Quite a lot of people did get involved from the... Um, Instagram. From, yeah, for, so we did like the taster episode. Teaser, if you will. Teaser. And we had a lot of great feedback from that. Like, amazing. So, and then we told people to get involved, which We asked have. you guys to get involved. Yeah. You've gotten involved and you've sent us some questions. Some asking us opinions on things. Um... Someone put, perhaps you can talk about why it's so bloody difficult to date these days. Ha ha. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> and I thought, I'm going to say that in front of Billy and see what he says. So, why is it so difficult Do you difficult think it's difficult to date? Can I ask? Um, yes, I do. But part of it's my own fault and part of it's everybody else. Oh, <laughs> fill me in. Basically, so, where I don't date that much. Um, and when I do... I like to go on dates. I like to go dating, but we use the term "fuck boys." Sometimes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I'm sure that's is that, is that like um, I'm is sure that's that like t- what everyone uses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We use the term. We use the term "fuck, fuck boys", boys as if we invented it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it is true though. I think there is. So the last couple of people I have dated would I would consider a fuck boy. Yeah, and the other fuck boys you always seem to get are people with boyfriends. People with boyfriends message me, they do. Um, and then you find out later they've got a boyfriend, you're like, for fuck's sake, why have they been messaging me like that and they've got yeah. a boyfriend? Why do single people not message me? I would love a single person. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they do. They, you're uh, fussy. I. As well. Um, do you think I'm fussy? A little bit. Like, you have an idea in your head of what you want, but I've never actually yet to see that person. So I think you. you maybe you don't know what you want. But so, but does this person who also sent the question in also have the same problem? Do you think? Well, I, I honestly don't know. It was in the middle of a conversation, and I just remember screenshotting that and sending it to you. Why perhaps. is it so difficult to date? I feel like it's difficult to date to be a gay LGBT. Sorry, to be an LGBTQ person in general because there's less of us. Well, in general, 
Well, no, actually, there I think is. you're wrong. I think you can break all of those letters down into different things, and I think, I think it would be even harder for a trans person. Oh yes, absolutely. Do you know what I'm you saying? Yes. I think maybe pansexuals find it harder to date when you say to someone I'm pansexual. Yeah. What reactions that gonna get? So I think wherever you are in the acronym, I think it's it's varying levels of difficult to date. I'm Agreed. lucky. I met my boyfriend when I was in uni. Yeah. Before. I did Danny Beard and I was just humble. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> so I'm lucky he's been on this crazy journey with me of becoming a gob on legs, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this guy saying, why is it difficult to date? Maybe it's... Well, we could go on. Internalised homophobia. Uh, Grinder taken away from face-to-face conversations. Absolutely. I, I like to have a conversation with someone face-to-face. You. That's what I'm saying. You love to go on dates. Maybe... Yeah. Maybe we should all, maybe everyone who's single should set themselves a challenge of the next person that asks me on a date, I say yeah. Weirdly. Do you ever say no? People don't ask me on dates, so the thing that I was going to challenge myself to do this year more is to ask people on dates. Oh, okay, because you don't get asked enough. I don't, no, yeah, nobody really asks me out on dates. They just um, want to netflix and chill oh, whatever they want to do it's not it's not it's not going for a meal okay they're yeah. eating stomach but it's not food honey yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay but uh so i'm gonna challenge myself to actually ask people out on dates so i'll chat to people more because i always find it's a, i don't want to be that creepy guy who's sliding into someone's dms and being <laughs> like hey do you want to do on a date but um yeah. i feel sometimes you do you do have to put yourself out there and you don't know where it's going to go. And even if it's nothing, you've not lost anything because at the end of the day, you are still single. The Gossip Gaze. Okay, so this next question is coming from Ailey on Instagram. She said, Hey, Gossip Days, I struggle to feel beautiful at the best of times. So any advice on self-love and making yourself feel better would be greatly appreciated. Oh, what's she called? Ailey. Ailey. Oh, I think I know this girl. She responds to my stories and things and I've followed her back and she always responds. Um, Well, do you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say the first thing is you've re- she's already recognised if you've got any... What, how did she word that? If you've got any advice on self-love. So she's self-love. already recognised that she needs to give herself a bit of self-love. And I think that's step one. She's already conquered. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's saying, I struggle to feel beautiful at the best of times. So does everyone, babe. Just because you're going strolling through Instagram and you're seeing pretty pictures and you're seeing people on holiday and people with nice things, you know, only a um, couple of inches out of the shot is is real life, you know, is the yeah. cracks in the walls, is the, you know, the not real Instagram world. So... Everybody struggles with not feeling beautiful, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Because I know I do. I know I do. Back to my other point, you've already you've already recognised you need a bit of self-love. So how to give yourself some self-love is to just, one, cut yourself some bloody slack. Yeah. Cut yourself some slack and realise that not everyone is perfect. Nobody is perfect. And number two, talk to people. Like, you've reached out to us. Mm-hmm. You know, reach out to friends and families and say, hey, I feel like this, like, do you ever feel like that? Yeah. And just get conversations going. And third, my third point, if all else fails, take a trip to your local supermarket, buy yourself a tub of Ben and Jerry's, sit and have a cry. 
because you know how good I feel after I cry. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when we had a big cry? Oh my God, do you remember when we had a big cry here that time? I couldn't think about it, but yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? I feel like that was also a turning point for you. For, for me, Getting pen. over an ex. <laughs> It's actually true. And I cried. I didn't even we have any We sat there up. crying. We had ice cream. And this, I am talking, it's quite quite a lengthy time down the line. And I was feeling pretty shit. Uh, God, this goes back. This uh, is yeah. so long ago now. But. And I felt like absolute shit. And I felt minging. And I just felt gross. And we sat and we spoke. And I don't even know how we got into the conversation, but we were speaking all night. One of those all night things, weren't it? Do you remember? So long hours. <laughs> We'd run out of ice cream. Yeah. Two tubs down the line. Two tubs. Two tubs of Ben and Jerry's later. And literally the next day I woke up and I felt like a new person. Oh. I did. And it was You just bad. felt like a weight had been lifted. And I think yeah. talking things out with people is so good. I agree. Like, talk to me. Drop me a message on Insta. Talk to anybody you can. Yeah. Oh. I just want to give her a big hug. Same. A real big hug. I I think she's young as well. Yeah. You're younger think she's you know around teenage 18 years old mark yeah. those were honestly the worst years for me and me because because you don't you know you're not confident yet you don't know who you are you don't know where you fit in the world you don't know anything well, really that much i didn't anyway. i was younger actually saying that but yeah being young it's difficult it's crap all you want to do is fit in and then when you're not fitting in you just feel weird and then you feel minging and then you end up like i can't love myself and then you get to the stage where you're like i don't care i'm gonna go out with six <sighs> inches of makeup lashes on when you get to that stage, and you will, I promise, it does happen, you, it's it's the best. You go the opposite way. I remember finally coming out and like putting makeup on and everything. My dad would be like, why are you putting makeup on, son? I was like, you don't love me. This is because I'm gay, isn't it? And he was like, it's nothing to do with you being gay. I don't give a shit about you being gay. It's to do with the fact you're orange. <laughs> yes, you look yes. like a Dorito girl. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The fact that I look like a Dorito when I'm going to my Auntie Anne's like, 40th birthday party looking like a Dorito. Yeah, it's embarrassing. But I had to go through that. Yeah. And she'll go through that. She'll go through that I'm beautiful stage. Of course. Because everybody does and and it gets better. The Gossip Gaze. We're coming to the end, or we've just come to the end, sorry, of another LGBT History Month. So, I thought we could do a little quiz. Quiz? I'm shit at quizzes. I know you're shit at quizzes, right? (laughs) So I thought I'd make it easier for you by doing a true or false. Okay, that sounds better. So I think it's fair to say I'm very interested in LGBTQ plus history. Yep. I don't know how into it you are. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but that's fine. And I don't think there's any shame in it. I think it's because, because you are you... interested in it. Of course I care about the LGBTQ history. However, you're not taught it and I've not gone out there and learned it myself truthfully that much. Right. I think you should. I'm not going to lie. I've watched Milk. Harvey Milk. Okay. I've I, not. Okay. Maybe I should. Yeah, you, you should, should watch, watch Harvey Milk. Tonight. We'll watch it tonight. Yeah, then. and I've also seen the film Pride. I love that film. Oh, fantastic film. Yes. So, um, I've never sat there and researched figures and facts. Although- okay, so the whole point of History Month, or LGBT History Month, should I say, is to celebrate our LGBT history. And it is about providing more visibility for lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender people. Uh, like their history, their lives and their experiences. And we're trying to, people are trying to get this into schools, raise awareness and promote the welfare of LGBT people, basically. I think it should be in schools. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Somebody actually sent that as a question. Saying, should oh. they teach 
LGBTQ um, history in sports? Well, the short and long answer is yes. I agree. I wish now, I was taught it. would you like some true or false LGBT plus history questions? Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> okay. True or false? Sweden was the first country in the world to allow transgender people to legally change their sex. I'm going to go with true because Swedish country is always up and out there. <laughs> they are. Do you know what? And you are right. I know I It am. was back in 1972 and they also provided free hormone therapy. Oh, that's fantastic. How brilliant is that? Do we provide that in this country? Is it free? Under the NHS? I'm sure it will be. Yeah. So I think basically you'd, you'd have to pay a prescription. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. Like um, any, any, any drug. Yeah, and um, like it basically depends on your age and stuff as well. So like for young people, um, they'd be offered family therapy, uh, counselling, group work, and like things like that. And then as the as that goes on, then you would be offered hormones, basically. Um, but it's very different. It depends on if you're a child and if you're an adult. Uh, and then if you're an adult, you get things like laser hair removal, um, support groups, and you even get speech and language therapy, which helps you alter they, your voice. They do sound. that at um, the LGF in Manchester. Yeah. They do have classes up there. Okay, some of the world's oldest rock paintings showed two men having sex. True or false? True. I feel like um, the Egyptians... Okay. Did loads of them as well. Okay, so. well, you're right, true, but yeah. you're wrong, Egyptians. So they were first discovered in Sicily, Ooh. and they were made about 10,000 years ago. Yeah, so even 10,000 years ago, the boys were getting there and away with the other boys. Absolutely, girl. Okay, number three. The World Health Organization denounced homosexuality as an illness in 1980. I feel like it was later on that they did that. <gasps> you're cracking this quiz. Yes, I knew you it. Know more. False. It actually only happened in 1990. Yeah, I knew it was quite late on. Mm-hmm. That's quite shocking, really. That we yeah. were that we were legally classed as ill. Well, yeah. And okay, number four. The fair, the world's first openly gay doll. Gay doll hmm? was called Gay Bob. Gay Bob. I feel that's too like too out there to not be true. I think that's true. Wrong. Oh. It was true. Gay Bob That's what was... I said. True. Oh, I thought you said false. No, it, that was too out there to be like you making it up. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Gay Bob was created in 1977. He wore a flannel shirt, tight jeans and cowboy boots. <laughs> Me? <laughs> <laughs> he had one ear pierced and Bob's box was shaped like a closet and the strap line on the box read, come out of the closet with Gay Bob. I imagine getting that as a present as you came out. I would love a gay Bob doll. I would have screamed. I also feel like it's the epitome of a stereotype with cowboy boots and tight of jeans. Of course, yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. 1977. And it was still classed as an illness then, so that was quite... So that you was know quite what I mean, forward. girl? Yeah. How camp is that? Okay, number five. France decriminalised same sexual activity in 1971. Um, I'm going to go with false. It was probably later. False. It was, in fact, 1791. What? France was the first Western European country to decriminalise homosexual acts between consenting adults. 1790. 1791, honey. The French were getting down and dirty. Well, that is the language of love, honey, as they Mm. say. No matter what. So, you know what I mean? If people recognise in 1791... Sorry, in 1791... That 
It took a long time then for it to... I mean, it's still not legal all around the world. I know. And that's pretty weird to think about. It's crazy. That's another That's another podcast. That's a whole other can of worms, yeah. honey. Okay, so number six. According to popular music, a music journal, the song most commonly identified as a gay anthem is Vogue by Madonna. Is this true or is this false? Although it is a gay anthem, I still feel like... Oh, well, I'm going to say yeah then. Was that the question? True or false? Yeah, it's a gay anthem. False. It was actually I Will Survive by Gloria Gleaner. Oh, yeah. And that song has been described in the journal as a classic emblem of gay culture in the post-Stonewall and AIDS era and arguably one of disco's greatest anthems. Is that Attenborough? It was my kind of gay, posh, voiceover voice. Even though homosexuality was decriminalised in the UK in 1967, it was still illegal in the Isle of Man until 1994. Um, I think that's true. You think it's true? Yeah. How old will you have been? I'd have been one. I'd have been two. So, you're right, it was true. Uh, basically, it was still illegal. homosexuality was still illegal there until 1994 under sodomy laws. Sodomy? Bumming. Bumming? Yeah. Is that what that means? Sodomy? Oh. I've never That's where heard your of that sod before. comes from, your little sod. What? Are no. You, are you joking? This is gay history right now. Are you joking? You're so, sod. So when somebody tells you, oh, you, oh, you little sod, it means, oh, you little bummer. Like, oh, you little bender. Are we saying here? <laughs> yeah, I really feel triggered that you just said that, but yeah. Oh, sorry, why? <laughs> I not said that. Basically, it's any anal or oral sex between people. Oh. So, so your little sod is like, you know, yeah. It's weird to call, like, younger people that, then. Oh, the little sod. Yeah, it is a bit. But, I mean, words change. Yeah, of course, but that's where it originally comes from, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We learn new things every day. Okay, last question, okay? Go on. The original Pride flag included two additional colours. True or false? True, because I know that it did incorporate the pink colour at one stage and possibly another colour. Yeah, you're right, true. The Pride flag was originally created in the 1970s and it was designed in San Francisco by Gilbert Baker. Some people say Barker, but it's Baker. Uh, The original flag had eight different colours. Do you know what they were? Um, No. no. Hot pink for sex, red for life, orange for healing, yellow for sun, green for nature, turquoise for the arts, and indigo for harmony, and violet for spring. However, because it was cheaper to produce with fewer colours... Uh, later editions of the flag had no pink or turquoise. Huh. And it was... To Cheap do, I've, Yeah, I've also... <laughs> <laughs> I've also basically read that, like, when you they were printing in the newspapers, it was too too expensive to have all the colours, so they were like, right. we're just going to take two off. My favourite flag, can I just say, by the way, now we're on flags, um, is the most recent flag by Daniel Kazar. So if you've not seen it, what check is it? it out. Oh, is it's it the, the one, one with, with the, the chevrons at the side? Yeah. So it's got the black stripe, the brown stripe for our yeah. friends of colour. And it's also got the trans flag on there as well. Yeah, I've seen that one. That is a pretty cool one. That's the one I'm going to be using, I think. Uh, me too. That's my new flag. Yeah, same. So yeah, there you go. There's your LGBT history quiz. Well done. I did I didn't really well. Score, but you did really bloody well. <laughs> I think I did really well. You got well one there. wrong. Maybe I knew more than what I thought I did. Shook. And I'd also like to say a massive, massive thank you to lgbtstoke.co.uk for helping out with the LGBT quiz questions. The Gossip Gaze. 
Girl, that is it. We are done. That is podcast number one in the bag. We've got it in the can, girl. I'm loving this little podcast in life. I feel like (laughs) little microphones set up in front of me. All my Mariah Carey dreams are coming true. I am living (laughs) my best life right now. (laughs) Best podcast in life. So I'm also very fully aware that this episode, we've not divulged fully about these two Manchester Pride rainbow passes. So let me just say, next week we are going to reveal the full full, full, full details of how you can have those two Rainbow Pass tickets for the Pride Festival. And they will allow you access into the Mayfield site on the 24th and 25th of August, which is going to get your Ariana, it's going to get your Years and Years, Lady Leisha, all of those amazing acts. Uh, And it's also going to get you access into the Gay Village Party from the 23rd to the 26th of August. Uh, Manchester Pride is an 18 plus event and you can get your tickets by Googling Manchester Pride Festival. Brill, and what else have we got coming up on that episode? Okay, that episode is going to... Let's let's cross all our fingers. Right, fingers crossed. Let's cross all our toes. Well, <laughs> well not, not you. you toes, you've got web you? feet. <laughs> We're going to have our first interview. I am excited for the interview. I've never interviewed anyone before, so... So it could be shit. It could be. But that's why it's exciting. Yeah, this is why I'm excited. The guest is brilliant. They're going to have a lot of interesting things to talk about. So and relevant. They're... So so on the Gossip Gaze brand. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, anyway, tune in next week. Otherwise, we are going to end up rambling even more. Um, so yeah, please don't forget, like, subscribe, rate us. How can they do that, Bill? They can do that on iTunes, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Give us a little retweet on there if you want. The Gossip Gaze. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.